What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Co-op Couch. I'm here with Anthony, as always. Uh, if you've heard the news recently, the new Nintendo Switch OLED model has been announced, and that's what we're here to talk to you guys about today. Um, the release date is October 8th, going for $349.99, dollars um, Do you remember how much you spent on your Switch, your original Switch? You know, it's it's funny you would say that because I don't, but having just read that article that I was reading about some of the other internal specs while we were grouping information, it said, um, it said, and I quote, 50, at a $50 markup, these changes. So I'm going to take that to mean the original Switch was 300 I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, I um, almost want to say. About, that sounds about right, though. I almost want to say that I paid more than three forty nine for it, but I could be wrong. Um, either way, it's going for three fifty, which I don't think is a terrible price point for it to come out at. Um, with the the PS five and Xbox One X came out at four ninety nine, so this is a nice price point for them to come out at. Um, my problem with this is their upgrades aren't all that great. You're going to get a 7-inch 720p OLED display, which OLED is nice. It's up from the LCD. It's only up 0.8 of an inch. Uh, so not even a whole inch gained in screen size. Uh, and 64 gigabytes of storage instead of the normal 32 on your, on your Switch. Which I haven't even filled up my 32 gigs of storage, so like 64 gigs is like nice to have, but I can't imagine using it. But I also mostly have games on cartridges, like Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing and Smash Brothers. They're all cartridge games for me. They're not digital downloads. Yeah, um, see, I, I had a good amount of digital, so I had to go buy an SD card. Not that that was a huge deal anyway, but um, yeah, I feel like... Uh... 32 was more reasonable than I was expecting, to be honest. Well, I bought an SD card too, but that was for, um, when I started playing Smash, when I started playing Smash Brothers, I wanted to, like, save replays, and then when they ever do, when they do major updates on Smash, um, they make you, if you want to save any of your replays, they make you back it up to an SD card. Like, if you have, like, let's say you record a replay on Smash Brothers, today and then you want to and they have an update over the night and you haven't backed it up you will not be able to watch that replay again um it'll be like a quote-unquote corrupted so to say so in order the only way to save it is to put it on an sd card and that's why i went out and bought an sd card it's not expensive it was like 12 bucks i think for like a 32 gig sd yeah so like it's not bad um one of the biggest things that i like about it is the adjustable stand that they have if you know the original switch has a little kickstand going on uh, it's this little small little tab, flimsy. Um, yeah. I'm always worried about breaking it whenever I use it. Yeah. And for this one, it's the whole back bottom is adjustable. Yeah, um, by by width. So that was like the most appealing part to me uh, about all these changes, uh, namely because these changes don't impress me enough to be like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a whole nother console that I already own. Um, especially when you consider that the internal workings are still the same. Like there's no upgrade performance wise beyond like the audio, which I think is just better speakers. But uh, 
the the kickstand for sure was appealing to me because like you said the, the, you know the original switch it's it's on one side of a wide console so you know not that oh it doesn't stay balanced like by design they had to make sure it worked right yeah it but, does its job well um i don't know about you uh-huh but my my kickstand on my switch is like so when it's when it's folded closed mm -hmm. it's it's super fucking god what's the word i'm i'm looking for like like when that motherfucker is closed it's closed like it is stuck and there's no good way to like open it there's no like release switch or anything because it literally just kind of like clicks into place right yeah it's a, it, yeah it's a clip on itself so mine like i have to i have to get my nail up under the motherfucker and like pull and then when it finally releases i feel like my like slip or momentum is just gonna snap the motherfucker in half the other way is that I, like is that just me honestly i don't remember the last time i've used my switch let alone the last time i've used it in like a quote-unquote tabletop mode um because usually if I'm using my Switch, it's either handheld or on my computer docked, you know? I don't really yeah. use it. I don't really use it in tabletop. So I don't, I, honestly, I couldn't, I don't even remember uh, if, if my little kickstand was, was like tight or not. If, if y'all listening have a Switch and like, if, if you haven't noticed or thought about it, go try. And if yours is like mine, because you've previously noticed or you just tried let me know. I'm I'm curious if that's just a design flaw on the Switch or if I just so happen to get lucky unlucky that mine is that fucking secure when it's closed. <laughs> yeah, lucky unlucky is a good way to yeah. put it, right? Um, I like the adjustable stand. It covers the whole back. Um, so it's it's a little bit best. But the 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 better part about it is that it's completely adjustable. So you can you can we're like with the kickstand currently on the on the switch, you only have one position to put it in. It only sits one way, but with the adjustable stand and the Switch OLED model, it's completely adjustable. You can, I mean, the, in the trailer that I watched, I mean, you could basically put it flat, you could put it super peaked, you could put it however you want. It looks like it's got a, a big range as opposed to just a set angle that it's going to hang on, uh, which is cool because sometimes you want to like lean back and then you might get a glare and you want to adjust, you know, whatever you want to do gives you a little bit more variety and 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 how you want to like sit and play your game, right? Well, one thing I really like about it is that So so I use I guess I should clarify. I don't use my Switch all that often either. But when I do, I frequently use that that kickstand, that table mode or whatever, right? And when right. I do, one thing that I've noticed, which in my opinion is a terrible design flaw, given the fact that you were smart enough, um, cognitive enough to say, I want this kickstand on it. Cool feature, right? But when your switch is not in the dock, when you're in handheld mode, the charging port for the actual device is on the bottom. So if I'm playing... Like when I went home for Christmas, right? Home with my family. Um, I didn't bring my dock with me. A handheld mode. Frequently, I have to charge it. 
because I'm playing the motherfucker. I'm running that battery into the ground and yeah. I'm, you know, sitting in bed. Um, and obviously if I'm sitting in bed, then I'm not using the table's kickstand anyway. But yeah, my point is you run the battery into the ground. So when I use the tabletop mode and I use the kickstand, a lot of times the battery is dying. So you have to plug it in. But if your switch is plugged in, you can't use the kickstand because it's yeah. on the underside. It's it's it sits on top of the cable, loses balance, falls over. You you cannot do it. Yep. So I like this adjustable kickstand because it leads me to believe that if they left the charging port on the bottom, you could set it at such an angle that the wire will sit okay. Yeah, actually that's something I never even thought about. Again, I don't really use my switch in tabletop. It's mostly used on like my my monitor, like like a TV mode or whatever you want to call it, I guess. Yeah. Um so I never I've never I never would never even would have thought about that. That's that's kind of actually a cool thing to think about. Yeah. You'd be able to actually charge it and use it in tabletop at the same time as opposed to having to charge it in handheld. Yeah, dude, um, it drives me nuts. Like I bet. that's like such a weird design flaw you would have. You can't use you can't charge and use it in tabletop mode. Like I want, like they had to have think about that and just said, Oh, I don't care. Like we don't care. Well if like so to be fair, right? If you look at the switch, there's really not a whole a, a lot of other places you can put that. Cause this so like if you think about it, right? It's on the bottom of the console in the center. Anywhere on the bottom of the console is gonna give you the same issue. You can't put it on the side of the console because that would Joy-Cons. be the Joy-Cons and the Joy-Cons are, are removable. Yep. And on the top of the console, you can't put it in the middle because that's where your fucking uh, your fucking um, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> I don't know. Camera? Your uh, your SD port. Oh my god. I was, like We were just talking about it and I couldn't... Um, <laughs> You know, your SD ports on the top and your fucking, um, see now, now I feel like I got to look at my switch because now I feel like I'm second guessing myself and I feel like it's been a while since I've even looked at my switch to figure out like why they can't put it on top and I'm starting to defend them. And like, now I'm like, I feel like they could have put it on top. Oh yeah. Like, and they here's absolutely could have. I'm looking yeah. at it. They totally could have. And here's the thing too, regardless of whether or not where they have things put, like they could have moved any of that stuff around you know, during, during production or like during like whatever you want to call it, beta, whatever prototype right. phase testing. Yeah. They could have been like, Oh wow, this really sucks. Like nobody can charge and use tabletop. So let's move it to the top and we're going to move, uh, we're going to put it in the center top and we're going to move the, um, cartridge and the SD card, uh, to either side. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff is changeable regardless of where they have it now. It just seems like a really weird design flaw to have. Um, they mentioned enhanced audio, but I have no idea what the fuck that means. So uh, the article I just found literally says that it's, it's just um, updated speakers, well, just nicer, nicer speakers. Yeah, no, and that, that's kind of what I thought, nicer speakers. But I'm like, usually like you'll hear people be like, oh, now with, you know, surround sound or now with, you know, they give specifications, right? Like they tell you what the enhanced audio is and in the trailer all they said was enhanced audio and then moved on and i'm like what did you enhance about it like 
like what how how is it better like like i'm sure they they enhance the speakers whatever but what about them is better than what you have you know like it would be nice to know that in the trailer right or in the little like teaser thing it's just odd to me because like i said most of the time you'll see people be like oh yeah enhanced audio now with whatever and they didn't do that well i'm wondering if if it's just a like i'm saying this as somewhat of an audio guy not even trying to be all fancy pantsy but you know like if you do the um if you do the audio in your car if you redo the the sound system in your car and you go and you buy better speakers or you have tweeters for your highs you have your sub for your lows a lot of the times what makes a high quality speaker is the the driver um which is the piece within a speaker that punches forward okay um I'm trying to use layman's terms because I, I not because I think you guys are stupid. It's because I literally don't know how else to explain how it works. I don't know enough about speakers, but um, I'm wondering if that's what it is. They're just they're They are literally they're just nicer speakers. It might be a stronger driver, a better driver. It increased their quality, at least in their opinion, enough as something that they could sell or they're fuck it. Maybe they're totally full of shit. It's Nintendo. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But that's not enough of a that's not enough of a why, right? Like when you're like, well, what makes it better? Like maybe they just straight up didn't care to be like, we put in new speakers. And what that means is they have a better driver at this fucking specification and blah blah because like how many people are buying a switch that are really looking into the speakers within this the switch especially yeah. most people are playing when it's docked it's coming through your tv anyway you know yeah what I mean? that's that's a valid point that's a valid point to be made it just you know i just feel like it was so out of place you know but i'm always down for better audio and like if my game can sound better clearer prettier like i'm always down for it I'm yeah not, i'm not gonna complain well, what I was looking for when they said enhanced audio was, did they do anything that made it like, as it stands, the switch has Bluetooth capabilities, but like, if you want to use, so there's no headphone jack. It's like, it's like the fucking iPhone. There's no headphone jack. We have to have Bluetooth, but in order to Bluetooth can like, I can't use Bluetooth headphones that I have and connect to the switch. I have to use like a special switch headset or like a dongle. It's like a third party external adapter, okay. um, which is stupid to me. If the, if the Bluetooth capability is in the fucking console, why aren't we using it? And so when they made this one, they cognitively made the decision to still not do it. And uh, I was reading this article that was explaining the internals and like, uh how it was it like it had to have been an intentional decision now in their defense as i'm reading this article turns out there are reasons that might be justified for example we don't know if the bluetooth connectivity uh the frequency might interact with the joy cons um okay like that was one of the possibilities that was brought up another one of the possibilities was um the the age in which this this, so it's like bluetooth now is at i think they said 4.1 okay yeah that sounds Um, right or or, excuse me the bluetooth in it is 4.1 i think they said bluetooth currently is up to like 5.2 5.1 5.2 and they were like is it worth putting in 5.2 if they're not 
opting in these features anyway. They use the same internals, blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of shit that is technology speak. I don't even really fucking understand. The point is, it was an intentional decision. And I don't, I personally feel like they should have done it. If you're putting a $50 markup, you're upgrading all this shit anyway, but the rest of the internals are the same. Like it has the software and it has the hardware capable for Bluetooth. I, I don't know why you would just not allow. Yeah. Especially like if, if it does not have a hard, like a, like a USB, uh, USB, uh, uh, headphone jack. Like an auxiliary. Yeah. Like, well, I don't want to go buy a USB connector to get a, a headphone jack that should come standard. Like even phones nowadays, right? Right. Like it sucks. Like, the, the, like when, I, when Apple did it with their iPhones, right? Right. If you want to uh, listen to wired headphones, you have to plug something in or you use Bluetooth. Right. But like they, they should have been like, yeah, here's your, it, it has Bluetooth connectivity. If you want, I feel like most people are off wired headphones by now, you know? So you use Bluetooth, you give it that connectivity. If you're not giving it freaking Bluetooth connectivity or a port, how am I going to fucking listen to my music without well, except my speakers? And, and here's something that I was thinking as I was reading that article. And again, you know, I'm, I, I'm genuinely asking this question. It's not rhetorical because I, I don't know. But if it were a frequency issue, couldn't you argue that like if you have one of those third-party dongles, right? Yeah. And you connect to Bluetooth, you connected Bluetooth to that dongle. Yeah, the signal would be sent to that dongle as opposed to the console directly, but you're still moving frequencies. So couldn't you still get interference? Like, would that really help the problem if that were the problem? I have no idea. That's a good question. So yeah, I I don't I I personally I feel like that's a cop out, but it might be spot on to the to the purpose i don't know i don't know yeah me either if anybody knows let us know i'm curious to to find out like what the behind the scenes is on why no fucking bluetooth because i feel like it's i feel like it's stupid i feel like we should have bluetooth on this but um moving on away from audio uh they're adding a land connector you know i guess moving on to things that should have been there from the get-go uh, they're adding a LAN connector to the back of the dock. Now, if you didn't know, um, I used to play Smash Brothers a lot, and I used to play online a lot when Smash came out. And in order for me to play online and have less lag, because Nintendo's either server... I don't even think it was servers. I think it was peer-to-peer. Um, Nintendo's online is peer-to-peer uh, is absolute ass. So if I play with someone online and I'm not using a, a LAN adapter, which you, would able, you were able to buy for like 15 bucks and plug in via USB, I couldn't be hardwired, which means I was playing over wireless, which gives me a lot slower speeds, which means I'm going to be lagging a lot more. Nobody likes lag in their video games. So finally, they've added a LAN adapter or a LAN connection port in the back of the dock, which I think should have come standard with the original Switch because I just feel like it makes sense, you know, Xbox has had it, PlayStation has it, your PC fucking has it, like everyone has it. You don't need to go buy something separate for fucking wired internet. And so the fact that they're adding this, I feel like it's late, but it's really nice to me. Like finally, I don't need to have a LAN adapter to play with a wired connection. Yeah, better better late than never, I guess. Yeah, not, not that it matters to me anymore, but... 
Um, it's just I'm glad they finally put it in, especially with their online service now. Now that they actually offer an online service, it's really good, I guess, to have. Sure. Um. So, it's got a uh, light up logo on the front. It looks like, and me and you were speculating about this, uh, whether it was actually light up or not, um, because the way they present it kind of looks like it could just be like a lighting thing, like when they were recording. But I'm hoping that it's a light up logo that like when your dock is in use, it's going to light up and it's going to, you know, show Nintendo switch and with the, like the icon for the switch, you guys all know what it looks like. The logo for the switch. Um, you guys all know what that looks like. And it, it looks really pretty, especially with their freaking new design. I think their new design for the color scheme looks sleek. I think it looks really freaking good. Um, it's got, it's a white, white joy cons instead of, um, like the casual black or the red and blue that we've seen previously. Uh, so it's white Joy-Cons with a white dock. And then the body of the Switch is black. And it looks really sleek. And I know it sounds so simple. Like, it sounds so stupid. But it does look really good in my opinion. I agree. I, I typically hate the look of white consoles. That was my biggest gripe with the uh, PS5. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they made that switch. I still don't know why they made that. I don't even like the controllers. Um, but for whatever reason, this looks incredibly sleek. I, I don't know. Maybe because it's smaller and it's handheld. Maybe because it's white and black. I'm not sure. Um, I think I, I think another big difference is that when you look at it, it looks like the so the like you said the joy cons are white and it, it's it's more of a matte like brushed white as opposed to the ps5 or the original xbox that fucking is like metallic it's like pearlescent white right? yeah like glossy shiny i like maybe that's why um yeah i tend to like the matte look a little better but yeah no i think the matte looks good um, it definitely seems to have a matte look to it as opposed to that, like you said, that glossy or like metallic look. Um, but I think especially in contrast to, and I'm sure most people who have a switch have a pro controller by now, but if you don't, this where you have that, that piece of, uh, it's that cheap piece of plastic that really sucks that holds the joy cons. So you can use the joy cons like a regular controller as opposed to having them separated. And with that piece being black and then the controllers being white, it's a really nice contrast and it really makes it pop. Um, and I think that makes it look really good. Um, and again, it's not so stupid. It's so silly. It's such a small detail, but it looks really good. And I'm sure you're going to be able to go buy white, a white dock and a white Joy-Cons for your regular Switch, even if you don't have the OLED version. But, you know, that's going to be the, the signifier, I think. So maybe not. You know, I feel like... It, it it might be a small thing, it might be a simple thing, but at the end of the day, when you're spending that much money on something, you you have to like I don't want to say you have to like everything about it, right? Because like even I could find things about my switch that irritate me, like the like the charging cable being on the bottom, stopping you from using the kickstand, right? Like small quirky things. But but you gotta you gotta like what it looks like. Especially because this is a visual thing. You're looking at it all the time, right? Um, yeah. When I bought my Switch, 
I made a point to go out and find the all gray one because I thought the red and the blue looked ridiculous. Yep, same. Um, so on the one hand, it's not a big deal, and on the other hand, like you, you really should get what you like, get what you you uh, you are content with in the long run because that i mean that would fucking suck right you buy a switch just to buy a switch you don't even like the red and the blue and you gotta spend another what 70 dollars on a pair of joy cons yeah they're not cheap maybe you were gonna buy joy cons anyway but if i'm gonna buy joy cons anyway i'd rather have all four be gray than have two that are gray and two that are red and blue like so it's it's, it is nice that it's it's sleek as fuck um and may you know, and I'm sure someone out there doesn't agree with me. Someone out there probably hates the look of the white. Uh, in which case, the argument hits the other side anyway. But yeah, I, I I think they did a really good job with this. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Uh, on the plus side, uh, it's not like your Joy Cons are going to be non uh, supportive or not not supported. So like, even if you have like your regular Switch Joy Cons and you go get a Switch OLED, then you will be able to use your original Joy-Cons with your Switch with your that Switch OLED. would piss me off if they did that. If they didn't allow you to do it? Like, like if the Joy-Cons were different? Oh, yeah, no, that, Joy-Cons oh are the same. Yeah. Oh, been... And it makes no sense why they would have to change the Joy-Cons, but yeah, so you'll be able to use your old Joy-Cons with your new console, which is really nice. Um... Especially if you want to like have four like that that right there. If you if you have a switch right now, and I mean I guess I guess in this scenario you'd already have four anyway. But if you have a switch right now and you go out and get the OLED, you'll have four Joy Cons, so you could play with up to four people in certain games, whatever you want to do. But I guess if that was already a concern, you already would have had four Joy Cons. But you you get my point. It's gonna be really nice to have an extra set of Joy Cons just for buying, you know, like that are working on a newer console because that doesn't usually happen. Um, although this is Nintendo, so they generally do like bottom of the barrel upgrades for like five years before they fucking like come out with a new console. I mean, look at the Game Boy and shit like that, right? right. Game Boy, then the Game Boy Advance, and then the Game Boy Advance SP, which was just a different body style, which was good, but it's like they, they do the minimal improvements so that they always have room to improve on the next generation of the same console. And they ride it out for fucking years. Um... Overall, so like that's all like the major changes for I, I guess quote unquote major changes for this console. Um, I would love to get it. I don't think it's worth the three hundred and fifty dollar price point. I think it's a solid price point, but I don't think I'm will I'm willing to spend that on a console I already own just for their basic upgrades that they have. However, I will say that if they, I don't know with games what GameStop's doing or Nintendo's doing. But I know with the, I know with the Xbox One X. No, I'm sorry. With the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four, I believe they were doing trade-in deals where oh, if trade in your Xbox 360, get a hundred dollars off uh, your Xbox One. And so if they end up doing something like that, hey, get a hundred, hundred fifty dollars off for your original Switch, then I might start considering getting a new switch see i don't i personally and it's just my opinion i don't think i don't think the changes are enough to justify a 50 dollar markup for starters 
um, especially because it's confirmed that the inner workings are exactly the same. So you're paying you're paying fifty dollars for uh, 0.8 inch bigger screen, which is not going to be a visible change. And better screen. It's eleven instead uh, of LCD. Woohoo! And <laughs> fucking all right. Twice the storage might be worth the fifty bucks if you're buying an SD that's fucking that fancy anyway the 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 adjustable stand is is really cool it's got some better speakers and it's got an internet connector and it's white like i the 50 dollar markup is is debatable it's it's arguably worth it i don't i don't know i'm i'm up in the air but at the end of the day like especially because of the inner workings you're buying the same console so it's it's silly to me in my head like if i run it through in the simplest of terms and i go okay i can take my nintendo switch i can go to gamestop i can give them my nintendo switch and in return i can buy a nintendo switch for 250 dollars. like <laughs> when i say it that way it sounds so fucking stupid but like really that's that's what it is I guess to me, it's that this is definitely like I love the Switch. I think the Switch is one of the best consoles that come that has been out since like from Nintendo that's come out since GameCube era. And um, I think the Switch is going to have a very long lifespan. And I can see myself using the Switch for years, even after it is discontinued, which is not something I typically do. Um, and so if I'm going to plan on doing that anyway. I would, I would prefer like the top of the line. You know what I mean? Now that's not to say they could come out with a Nintendo Switch, you know, OLED XX, you know, whatever, and come out with a better model in the future. In which case, I might go. Oh, I already upgraded once. I'm not upgrading again. But or I could say that now. Uh, you know, I think they might come out with this. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more thought on it. But just you know, I see myself using this console for a while. I can see it being something I keep in my backpack and just like bring to work and like dick around with on break every once in a while. You know, it's not all the time, but it's there. And I could see myself playing it and hanging out and having a good time with it for, for years to come, plenty of years to come, even after it's discontinued. And so why would I not want top of the line? Then that's why to me, it's, it might be worth it if I can get a trade. And at 350, I don't think I'm wor it's worth it. But maybe at, maybe at 250, maybe I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not definite on any of it. I'm just sure. you know, throwing it out there, because um, I could. I can see myself using this for years, years and years to come. I agree, so. and and I agree with the statement that it's probably the best console release in in an incredibly long time, especially by Nintendo. Yeah. Um. I you know. It's it's not to say that something like the GameCube wasn't fantastic, right? Oh, I'd fight I love you the if GameCube. You um. But this does things that the GameCube can't, GameCube can't do, and I think that's what makes it so special, right? They they hit on one of the best console releases, but also gave us another Game Boy. Like, yeah, well, that's what makes it so good. It's not only right. a console for home; it's a console for on the go, right? A two in one. So, and that's why I can see myself using it for so long because it's it's my handheld console that I take with me wherever I want to go. And it's my stay at home console that I, I leave at home and, you know, 
play games and stream on, you know? So it's like the perfect, like, hybrid. So, as I said, even if I don't use it too much, it's still nice to have, you know? Throw it in your backpack with a game that you know you're always going to have fun with, and, you know, you download a, a, an RPG, like, uh, and I'm just going to throw it out there as an example, you download Bravely Default 2, and you're like, yeah, when I have some downtime at work, I'll play Bravely Default 2. And you don't always get downtime at work, so you only get to play for, like, an hour every, like, four weeks. But it's in your backpack, so, like, what the fuck does it matter? Right. You know? So, you know, you get an hour, you go through, you're like, all right, I had my fun, I'm done. Put it away. And then, you know, three weeks later, you pick it back up again, and you get another hour or something. It's just there. It's just nice to have around. Uh, I'm really curious on what they're going to be doing with their freaking, with this chip shortage and the fact that we're still, quote-unquote, in a pandemic, right? Um, we are, like, people are struggling to get PS5s. And Nintendo has decided that they want to announce a console to come out during this time where it's really hard to get a PS5 because of scalpers and because of this chip shortage that we have. So I'm really curious if this is going to end up like a PS5 where nobody's going to be able to freaking find it on shelves anywhere or if they think that come October we're not going to be in this chip shortage anymore so they're not worried about it or... I'm wondering if they have been... I don't, I don't want to use the term stockpiling but like if they're prepared for this. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I just, and I have no answers. I, I have no answer to right. this. It's just, I'm, I don't know. You know, it's going to suck. I mean, the Switch, especially when we first went into quarantine, the Switch got bought up like hotcakes because everyone was staying at home and they need something to do. Right. So everyone bought a Switch and it was so hard to find. And now I feel like everybody already has a Switch. Like, well, the people who wanted one probably have one. Or don't care enough to go have one. Right. And uh, is it going to be the same thing? Is it going to be flying off shelves you're not going to be able to find one? Or, like, what are they going to do? You know? How are they handling it? Is it something that they're concerned about? I have no idea. Yeah. I saw a dude, uh, actually, today, saw a dude walk out of Best Buy with a PS5. I've never seen anyone power walk so quickly in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't blame you, bro. Don't get jumped over this. Like... <laughs> Yeah, dude. Feel the panic mixed with Get excitement. In your car. Yeah. Get in uh, your car. Go home. Hurry, hurry. Yeah, I don't know, man. Even like shit. Even the fucking um the ring fit adventure, dude, with like had production issues. There there was a probably four, maybe five month period where no one could find those. Yeah. And that was that was like start of COVID. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't even peak swing in COVID. And uh, and then, like you said, once we really got into it, the the console itself, like you couldn't find them anywhere. And so I'm I'm wondering if I'm wondering how many people are going to think like I do, where they're like, I already have a Switch. This is a this is the same console I have at fifty dollars more, right? Like I wonder if there's a large portion of people that don't see these changes as being enough to buy another console, and maybe that in itself stops any kind of shortage because maybe it's a smaller populace trying to find them if that yeah. makes sense i don't know very well could be very well could be um i, I have no idea i think that's probably what it's mostly going to be maybe that's why they're not worried because they think a lot of people aren't going to go out and buy this because they know i mean they have to know how small these changes are right like 
Nintendo's stupid, but they're not that stupid. And so they have to know how little effort they're putting into this, into this upgrade, quote-unquote. So I'm sure they're sitting there going, yeah, it's not going to be a big deal that we released in October because we're not going to get flooded out again because people are going to realize that this is just another Switch with like some slight upgrades. And they're not going to go flooding the streets for it. But I guess in hindsight, or not in hindsight, but in foresight, you know, people are freaking weird. Like, like people could, like, I would not be surprised if people flocked and grabbed these just because it's new and cool and it looks good, you know? Like, people are like that sometimes. They're like, oh, yeah, look, I get more, I get 0.8 of an inch added and I get a bigger, bigger memory and look at how cool this stand is and they just want to buy it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it flock if, if people flock to it and buy it. Yeah, goes goes to show, guys. Literally less than an inch can still be appealing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was not mentally prepared for that comment. <laughs> that might be the that might be the lack of sleep talking. <laughs> That's one for the clips. Oh shit. I was not mentally prepared for that comment to come out of your mouth. That's that's a comment that I would say, shit, bro. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, I think I think this could be cool. I have to do a little bit more thinking about it. I don't know if I'm picking it up or not. But if they do, it's definitely more... Uh, intriguing to me or interesting to me to pick up if they do a nice trade-in bonus. Like, hey, get 100, $100 or $150 off for trading in your Switch, then I'm more enticed to go pick it up. Because um, there's no reason to keep us. It's not like they're playing different games. There's no reason to keep my Switch if I'm getting a Switch OLED. Right. So, But other than that, you know, I'm going to have to think about it. I doubt you're going to be picking one up. I'm not. I'm telling you uh, now. Yeah. No point. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. I'd be, I'd be like, I'd like to see how everyone, what everyone else thinks about it too. Um, but that's everything I've got for this man. Unless you want to add anything else. Nope. All right, guys. Um, real quick before we go into our outro, um, me and Anthony have been doing some talking, um, discussing. We've been doing this podcast for a year, and while we want to continue doing this podcast, we're finding it harder and harder for us to find quality topics we want to talk about. And so while it's going to sadden a lot of you, um, we've, we, we did not make the decision lightly, but we are going to be switching from a weekly podcast to a bi-weekly podcast. So we'll be doing two episodes a month instead of a four episodes a month. Um, and I think that's going to be better for everyone because we're going to have more quality topics and more fleshed out topics for you guys. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes on in planning these episodes. And so that's going to give us more time to record and edit and flesh everything out and give you guys that, you know, quality over quantity that I think we've been doing. Um, it's not something that we just like pulled out of thin air. We thought about this. We had plenty of discussions about it. Um, we've been thinking about it for a while and we finally came to the conclusion that we think biweekly is what's going to be better for, for all of us. And that's not to say that we can't decide we want to give extra content in a month right it's not like there's a law saying we have to do only two a month if we if an exciting announcement hits and we're in our off week maybe we decide to do another one 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, we, we just, we're not limiting ourselves, but we also uh, want to give you guys the best that we can. Yep. And trying to do that every week is not only becoming harder, but causing us not to be able to, because there's only so much you can talk about when video games don't release. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we already put out an episode about like how hard it is to find information on some video games. And, uh, yeah, I, I, and you said it best too. That doesn't mean we, that doesn't mean we cannot put out ep- extra episodes if if we find a topic that comes out and we weren't supposed to record that week or put an episode out that week. We absolutely will make an episode for it and put it out as a bonus bonus episode for you guys. Um, on a little bit of a better note, <laughs> slightly better, I guess. Uh, we have not forgotten about the live episode that we promised you guys. Uh, me and Anthony are discussing dates currently. We already have the topic chosen. Um, we just need to get a date set in stone and we will got, we will let you guys know when that is happening as soon as we find that out ourselves. Um, thank you guys so much for being patient with us on everything and thank you guys for understanding about the bi-weekly. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to say? Nope. The com upper right hand corner you can find our Facebook link, me and Anthony's Twitch links and me and Anthony's Twitter links. Come in, talk to us, let us know what you guys think about the episodes. Uh, tweet at us, come into our streams, whichever you prefer. Um, but feedback would be well appreciated. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, guys, we will see you in the next one.